0: Welcome to The Business of Being a Woman, the podcast where we share the honest and sometimes messy truth of navigating life as a woman who wants more.
1: I'm Hannah, a naturopath and human design coach for women in business. And I'm Phoebe, a women's self-love, mindset and business coach. In a world of tired women settling for good enough, we're asking and answering the uncomfy questions that will help you raise the standard of how you experience yourself, your body, your relationships, your business and your life. It's time to do what women do
0: best. Let's talk some shit. (laughs) Welcome back to the potty ladies. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about relationships. We want to spill the relationship tea about where we're at, what we're working through with our very lucky, very lucky partners. (laughs) And a little bit about like the masculine and feminine energy and that balance, like, you know, we're both. Women in business, so we know what it's like to, you know, lead from that masculine place and really try and, like, grow our business and be very structured and be very organised and have that leading energy and then what the hell do we do with that when we get home and trying to find that healthy, happy balance with our, again, very, very lucky partners. (laughs) We actually do want to give the space to, like, lead us and love us and protect us and have all of that, those yummy feelings that we do deep down love as women, but maybe can we step out of the driver's seat a little bit to let it happen? That's been such a journey for me. I think I've, oh, I've had like, I've had shitty relationships until I met Riley. Like I've had pretty shitty relationships and I've always been like mother energy, like Mm -hmm. had to mum these dudes who like just can't do shit for themselves, which is the worst. But also it just feeds right into, you know, just, that masculine protection mode that I think a lot of women are in. I know I was certainly in through all those years of my life of, I couldn't really trust anyone else. And also we go through that phase of like, I don't need anyone and I don't want someone to protect me. And even, I think we all go through that very important, like feminist phase of our lives as well, where we're also like, I don't need no man. And then, we kind of get to this place where we're a little bit older and it's like, it's actually not about the need. It's about the want. Like I actually do want someone who both can take care of their own shit, but then also like has a bit of space Mm -hmm. to hold for me and take care of me as well. I certainly didn't have that in past relationships. It's been very ingrained in me for a long time to just like lead the house, do the things, manage the money, like, Take care of myself. Make sure there's more than enough for like me and anyone that's in my family at that time, all that sort of stuff. So softening into a relationship with someone who actually has their own shit together and takes care of themselves and me and wants that role, like or wants to hold that role, and I need to get the fuck out of the way a little bit. It's been been a challenge, and we've been at it for, we're like coming up on nine years, and we're having really yeah. deep conversations about this right now and it's funny to see I think going through having a baby it's come up a lot because I think it's triggered me back into my masculine a lot. Like I mean my masculine a lot for business and then you know if like it it's almost like it's the easier way for me to go to step into that masculine of like managing our family as well to help make sure that my my kids safe, right? My Mm -hmm. kids protected, got everything that she needs. And that can pull me away from like the nurturing mother stuff as well. But previously, before we had the kids, it was easy to just like be, be in that place, like let my partner take care of me because it was just me. And I knew that if he didn't do a good job, I'd be able to figure it out. (laughs) But now there's like a kid in there as well. So it's like building this trust again of like, can you let someone else hold that role? And like I need to, cause I feel, I feel my energy be drained by trying to control all of those things. Mm-hmm. And I feel myself like kind of bulldozing him a little bit when sometimes I'm like, I'm stepping on his power and I don't want that. And he doesn't want that. And it's like, yeah. So it's something we're really working on at the moment. It's been super interesting.
1: What was the difference between this relationship and past relationships?
0: like hey i said oh my god so much
1: (laughs) yeah and but why was it different was it like you were actively choosing Mm. and that like when you found him you were like yep this is different this is what i want or was it through the relationship that it that dynamic you've had with men
0: changed Mm, it definitely i found a different type of man like when i found riley like he was already different we started off on like a really beautiful foot anyway yeah i think actively choosing is a great (laughs) way to put it like relationships before that i was quite young i kind of like honestly got interested in the dude that I was with for like seven years because he was friends with guys in my friend group and I thought that would be fun. And then like, you know, it was enough to push me into getting in a relationship with him and then just stayed there miserably for seven years. But also, I w- you know, I think we need to give space to that, that I was so in that masculine, I can do everything myself energy that I probably attracted guys that... Wanted that, like, weren't ready to take care of themselves. So they would let me take care of them. And also, and you know, in that way, in like the daddy way, not in the like cute, I love you and support you way, like <laughs> take care of your house and your money and like all that sort of stuff. And so, but also because I was so strongly there, that leaves no room for him to be there. So, like, you know, probably the guys I was with, maybe they could have grown into that. I hope they've grown into that now, but they, it, do, it does work in both angles. Like I can certainly see in my relationship now, if I'm hogging that space, it's hard for my husband to be like in that masculine leadership. And I mean, part of that is a little bit like he needs to push you out of the way sometimes. But if, yeah, if you be too aggressive in it, then you can't, like you take up that space and the other person can't be there. So definitely when I went into that relationship, I literally like wrote a list of like what I wanted in a guy. And also I just was in such a different energy. I was in such a freedom space after that last breakup and having such a good time that I was like, I don't have room for anyone that isn't also like creating the most out of life and having a good time and having like really good energy. So that was what I was attracted to Mm. that time around.
1: Interesting. How old were you when you
0: met Riley? 23. Yeah. Just still still young. Yeah. Yeah. But I, had, I had just like such a growy year of like really realising what I didn't want <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then finding what I did want and it felt so good. So that was like really fun. How long have you and Wally been together? Four years. Four years. Mm. Yeah, four years. How did you get together? What was the story? Mate
1: swiped right. Mm. <laughs> but quite interesting. Um, so my relationship background is I had one serious relationship that was felt very intense mm. and that um I've had a healer over in South America um, tell me he was my twin flame and it was it was like such a deep healing relationship um in how it progressed how it ended I was in such a bad mental space through that whole time but like not um that was like yeah a big part of my journey with my eating disorder and stuff like that, that wasn't really addressed and no one really knew about it. I wasn't identifying with it yet um, Mm -hmm. until after that. So there was a lot of healing that happened in that relationship. But um, 100% I loved men who I felt like needed saving. (laughs) Like I loved being the saviour. I'm like, you don't love yourself. I'm going to love you so (laughs) much that you will one day love yourself. And that was my relationship pattern was like finding people who didn't really, yeah, that had, had some deeper, darker stuff. They were usually like life at the party, like the fun ones, the loud ones that Mm. their friends wouldn't know. But I'm like, I see you through your shit. Yeah. I know how you feel about yourself. I'm going to fix you. (laughs) So I had a real fix it energy. Um, again, because I had a very strong association between needing someone and that meaning love.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, yeah it wasn't until I met Wally when I met Wally he was one sore (laughs) wounded damaged soul from his (laughs) past relationship he was pretty fresh out of like a long-term serious relationship that um yeah had had some painful moments through it and so he was still very much healing from that it was like not ready for for anything and I was like there was this part of me that I was like, Oh no, I could fix him. <laughs> <laughs> I could love him so much that like, and make him trust me. And I was like, I don't want to no, know, like that's a pattern. I'm stopping that. But there was just something about him that I was like, he doesn't, he doesn't want me to fix him. He doesn't want me to save mm-hmm. him. He's been very open about where he's at. How much, Like he doesn't know how much time that's going to take. And I'm like, yeah, I'm open just to waiting and seeing where this goes. But with, I was very conscious that I was like, I'm not coming in to fix. I'm not coming in to save. Um, and then there was, yeah, it was through that um, journey with like, say Wally, all my past relationships, like I said, I was always so lost with career and things like that, because I was like, I'd always try to help them with their career. And I'm like, okay, hey, what are you doing? How can I help you advance and grow? And, like with your business or with your career and your job. And I'd like really try and make them better and make them succeed. Mm. Um, and Wally was the first one where he was like so ambitious and really putting in the hard yards in a corporate role. And he was doing all the things and he's like, I don't, I don't need you to do anything. Like, I'm, I'm good. I'm over here doing my thing. Like, were you like, this is so fucking hot. What's going on? Here? Yeah. I was like, Oh, okay.
0: Um, Oh, like, who am I then?
1: Yeah. And then it was the first time someone actually really that I felt or experienced was like showed deep, deep interest in like, what do you want? Like, where are you going? What are you doing? And I'm like, oh, it can be about me too.
0: Yeah. It was just
1: this really interesting, like I've never had never met anyone that made me want to really, I feel like it gets thrown around, but step into my own power Mm. and own who I was and like really work on my confidence and step into like being a woman and being someone who's like here to claim big shit for themselves. I never claimed that for myself. Like I said, I was deeply insecure um, Mm. prior to that. And yeah, I feel like me and Wally have been so healing for each other because we're both the same type of person. We're both big, big carers where the emotional rocks of a family like anyone's got an emotional problem in my family they come to me anyone's got an emotional problem in Wally's family they go to Wally um and yeah we're the people that help and fix and care and nurture and it was quite funny because I'd seen after my b- breakup that I was so lost with with my that original one the big one that broke me um I saw an astrologer and she had said she's like she picked up the pen she's like you you care too much and you you want to save people and you want to fix people and she was like you won't find your person until you find a person who does that for you who does like over the top things to overly cares for you and they, yeah. they're going to take care of you and I was like what no like I'm the carer like I was literally at the time working as like an OT and a disability support carer I'm like I am the carer like <laughs> I take care of people that is my role and Wally was the first one that he really took care of me and I'm like all of the stuff that I used to do, like I was always the most thoughtful person in relationships. Like, I would surprise, like, do like surprise dates and like mm. cook. Yeah, I do all these really beautiful things. I was so thoughtful, and Wally was the first person where like he was doing that for me, and I relaxed so much that I almost like wasn't doing any of that stuff for him because I was like, man, like I'm just so relaxed. Like, yeah, you're like, like yeah. Say on the weekends, like he'll. Be like, yo, you stay in bed. Like he'll get up, make us like breakfast and coffee, and he'll bring it into me. And I'm just like, that took so long for me to get comfortable with that. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm a lazy bitch. Like he's yeah. not gonna like he's not gonna love me if like I'm not up. Oh, like I know, no, no, I want to do that for you. And it like really taught me how to receive. Yeah. And like surrender and to be really in my feminine because while he's like, I want to look after you, and I was like. And now, like, you know, there's like a running joke of like Princess Hannah, because <laughs> he happens to always Snapchat those moments to my family on the East Coast, being, noticing how well he's taking care of me. But he really does, like, he genuinely just takes care of me. Oh, that's and, so
0: beautiful. I love that so much. Yeah. <sighs> and,
1: like, I, and sorry, I was just going to say, like, now, like, I've got friends or like my sisters or things like that where I'm like, if they're struggling to like receive that support, I'm like, can help i can teach you how to do that it's the fucking best (laughs) if you can if you can just let yourself be taken care of it is so good
0: yeah that's so nice and i feel like i love something that you said in there it was such a good example of like like the beauty of that masculine energy is that it actually creates the space for you to do whatever you want like and that's what wally was giving to you was like yeah, sure. Some of it's about like, yeah, I get to stay in bed and he brings me breakfast. But it was also that space of like, like, what do you want to do? And you actually get to chase your dreams instead of just worrying about everyone else or like trying to control these situations or whatever. And like, oh, that's such a beautiful thing in a relationship. And I feel like, yeah, like early in our relationship, Riley gave me so much of that. Like one of the things that my, my love language is like acts of service and I don't think I got any of that whatsoever in like my last relationship it would literally be things like we'd be, we'd get in the car and I would always have to drive. Like that was something that would just drive me nuts. And literally to this point where I was like, this isn't even like, even like you're just like, I'm like, what sort of man does oh, no. you drive the car? I'm a, pa- I'm a passenger princess. I'm a passenger princess. And I just spent seven years of my life having to be a driver. It was the worst. Um, but yeah, like Riley does, lots of those sorts of things, but he just, he literally put me to bed for like the first, until we had a baby, like he would just tuck me in every night and give me love, (laughs) put me to bed and just so like, so healing because it's that softening of like, Oh, like I'm loved. I'm loved even the most when I am just taken care of, like how, how healing is that, that I actually don't have to do all these things to get the love. I don't have to prove myself to get the love. I don't have to achieve stuff to get the love. Like, he loves me the most when he actually gets to take care of me in some sort of way as well. Like how oh, – it's so nice. I feel my body just, like, relax. Oh. Thinking, like, it's oh. just so good and I'm just, like, <laughs> melty. I know there's women out
1: there in relationships that don't experience that and I don't think they know about it. Sometimes mm. like I didn't know you could it could feel this good. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, I didn't
1: know that like there were men out there that would treat you
0: like this. And also that it's so empowering. Like it literally like same. Riley creates that space. He creates that safety for me to fucking like send it. Like I'm doing like crazy stuff in my in my business in my life. I take really big risks. I get to like chase yeah. my dreams in these really big ways. But I he's my rock. Like he's just this foundation of like solid in our relationship that gives me that safety. And so it's really not about like, yeah, so that you can be at home baking pies, like if you want, like whatever, sometimes. But it's also just, it's that safety to do whatever it is that actually lights you up and not, yeah, all the things we've probably been conditioned into or trying to be enough or trying to be worthy or trying to like prove ourselves or tick the next box or whatever it is. Mm,
1: 100%, 100%. And yeah, Wall's exact same, exact same in in a lot of levels is like our rock and like the provider, the protector that allows me to be the one that takes risks. Mm. It's quite interesting because I'm like in our dynamic anyway, in how the masculine feminine kind of works is like, I'm the one that comes up with like the big dreams
0: the creativity the feminine creativity like you need the masculine safety to be that creative i tell
1: i i lead the direction but he leads the action yeah so like i was like okay we need to get out of brisbane i was looking at his career and i was like anyway the whole move to perth that was for his career progression came because i saw an opportunity and i was Mm -hmm. like this will be so good for us yeah where do we need to go and then he brought it up, he actioned it, he did all of the stuff for the move. Like I just sat back and went along for the ride after oh, saying, I, I want to do this and I think it'll be good for you and for me <laughs> and this is where we need to be. Yeah. And then he, yeah, he actioned everything. And then say if it's like, oh, I, I, so we both, our um, love language is both quality time. Mm. And so we go through periods of like doing surprise dates each other and like always have um and so like all I have to say is like I'm like I want I want time and like he'll be like okay and he'll plan like a whole weekend of like stuff for us to do and whatnot um I'm trying to think of other there's so many other examples of like oh I want to go out to dinner and so he'll yeah he'll plan it and
0: that's things like that I feel like this is where like these are the things Riley and I really only just now starting to crack open it's like I think prior to having Remy, like we, we just had enough spaciousness that that stuff got covered for me and it got covered for him. And we both had enough of that balance. And then there were other things that I was like a little bit more controlly over, but we had enough of the balance that it didn't matter. And now as we're in like parenting, there's like, I don't know, it feels like there's less space like that. And I'm some of the, some of the spots I'm, I'm taking over, like we've, we've lost some of the things like, you know, like he doesn't tuck me in bed every night because we're putting babies to bed and all sorts <laughs> of shit's going on. So some of the things like that we've, have fallen away. And then some of the things I feel like I've stepped up or probably on his toes in the masculine of like trying to control the household a little bit because there's just a bit more in there to control. And my safety mechanism is like. I control it I know what's happening mm-hmm. and so now we're going through this process of kind of undoing that and trying to bring these things back in and it's so uncomfy like lots of really uncomfy conversations that we're having at the moment but so beautiful every time we do it we're like I think like this is just a it's a lens that we've never really looked at our relationship through like we didn't realize all the things we were doing we're like this masculine and, and like feminine energy flow but now that we have a better conceptualization of what that is it's like okay like maybe you try this and I'll try this and we do it and we're like oh my god I feel so good <laughs> like, we're like oh that's it like that's the answer so it's so helpful in your relationships like some of the things I control would be like I would probably plan dates and things like that I've always planned like all our trips and it's some things that I'm really good at, but I feel like it's that little bit of like zone of excellence. It's not actually my zone of like yeah. genius and excitement and fun. It's just something that I'm good at because I've learned over time how to be good at it. And then so now we're playing with things like Riley's getting super into camping, and he's planning like a trip for us next year. And I literally just don't know anything about it. And I'm like, oh, this is so nice. I didn't know I, like I didn't know I would like this like. And if it was anyone else that wasn't him and i don't have that level of trust and safety and softening like i would be like but where are we going have you organized this have you organized this i don't feel like any of that need to ask him it's just like oh you figure it out and we'll be safe and i'll be there and i'll enjoy that (laughs) that's so (laughs) So true
1: and i'm yeah i feel like some of the ways that Wally does that i'm like i see it as the masculine but i also see it as like i know his human design and it's like ever said his human design like Mm. he's a one three
0: because um, Riley's a 1-3 as well. Yeah. So I'm like always listening to like the things you say about Wally in his 1-3.
1: Yeah. So basically like a 1-3 is like the one line is like Wally wants to do deep dive in the research of things and get all the information to make his decisions. And then the three line is like experimenting, experiencing it, and then coming back and being like, this one's the best. They're such this opposite is what you need.
0: energies. It's so funny. Yeah. The one and the three.
1: Yeah. It's yeah the logical learner and like the... Experimenter, learn on. Mm. and um, but so basically, if we want something or I want something, I basically say like, oh, wouldn't it be good to like, I don't know, have a projector or have a camper trailer, and he'll just take that. I just have to say that that's a desire, and he'll take that and just like go deep into the research of everything. Or say when I was buying my car, I was like, I want a car, and I was like, I think I want a Mazda. Because I've like always had busters and I really love them, and I was like, but I just want leather seats. That's all I care about. I want leather seats. That's literally all I care about. And so I went and like did some test drives, and he just took, Then he did all the research, made sure like yeah we were getting the best deal, like that the all of the models, like the different models. I was just like I don't care. So I just got leather seats. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, like he would that's like his role that one three is like he does all the research and deep dives into things and comes back and says this is go this one I'm like okay yeah I trust you trust you (laughs) so I can't be bothered to do that I just I just buy the thing and be like figure it out later and be like no that probably wasn't the best decision
0: yeah there's part of me that I think used to really love that and now I but I think it was conditioning in me and it was that satisfaction of like the achievement of like I don't know, like over my life I've put together so many incredible trips and I do obviously love at the end being like, fuck, I'm like so bloody good at putting these trips together. Like people always be like, how do you find all these things to do? But it's that satisfaction because now I find myself when I'm like actually doing it, I'll be like, "Oh, I've been here for like hours and I've achieved nothing and it drives me insane and it's that like frustration. It's my not self being like, this is actually not for you, dude. Like get off the internet right
1: now. hundred <laughs> percent. Like... Pass the ball.
0: Yeah, and now it's like I'll be like – but I used to freak Riley out a lot because I would withhold things, like I would control the money and I would control like that organisation of our family and then I would just come and drop bombs on him like next year we're going to travel for three months and he's got no idea what the fuck's happening in the bank. He's got no idea what's happening like with our timelines, got no idea what's happening with my work, like all those sorts of things, like no idea on the planning because I've kept him out of that loop. And then I just drop this thing on him that makes no sense and he's got no control over. And it would make him like, it would send him into this like, oh my God, like it's not possible. We can't do it because like he doesn't understand because he hasn't got that power and I'm like withholding that power. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we're really learning this dynamic of like, I actually, I have to step out of that role so that he can step into it. Like I'm hogging it sometimes when, and then almost because I've done it for so long, there's been times where it's like, I think it has disempowered him where he's been like, oh, okay. Like I don't really take care of that stuff. That's not my thing. That's not my part in this relationship. And then it's like when we taste test it and I just like get out a little bit and he comes in and we're like, whoa, this is it. Like this is is what we're meant to be doing. And he's like really on fire. And I'm like, ah, like just floating on clouds. It's the best. 100% loving the process of like really realizing that and understanding the power of like trying it on just because it's like not what you've done forever doesn't mean it's like not worth having a crack.
1: And that's why I always say like continue dating. Mm. Like continue dating your partner no longer how long you've been together. Like me and Wally go on a date every single week. Every Friday night we go on date night. So cute. And I know that that might change once we have, once we have a baby and stuff, but it it's, it's, either. well, it won't, might not be every Friday night, right? But yeah. like, it will be something we do and try to fit in, in some capacity because it's so important to us. Yeah. And, um, it's quite funny because like Wally is like, I don't talk about masculine and feminine energetics to him. He's not in the personal development world. He's. Not into the spiritual woo woo whatsoever. He's just a man. He is an <laughs> Aussie down to earth bloke and I love it. Um, grew up on a farm, works in like farming agri. Like love it. he's just a typical Aussie bloke who loves a beer. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I don't talk about these things with him, but like our Friday date nights, it's quite interesting because since we've been away from family and friends, it's like it is, it's become so sacred and so part of our routine. And we just have the best chats on our Friday nights because we know the purpose of them. We like we put our phones away. We just like deep dive into stuff and we get really reflective. And that's when we be that's when we make those decisions of like, yeah, that's actually not working anymore. Or like, yeah, yeah. let's do this. Or yeah, we haven't been camping for ages. Or um, like, yeah, we have those deep level chats because we make time and space for them. And we yeah. don't put our pressure on ourselves to be like, let's fix all our problems every Friday night. It's not like that. It's just like, it's quality time connection that then leads to that. And it's just so funny because now he's just always like, I would just so rather like it, it's known in the office, like Friday nights for Hannah, like <laughs> it's not for the
0: boys. That's so cute.
1: And he's like, there was a time when he's like, oh, like when we first moved here, like, oh yeah, I kind of miss like, you know, Friday nights going out for a beer with the guys. And now he's just like, no, nah, like Friday nights our time. <laughs> like because that's just how good they are for us. And um. Yeah. I just think like when you continue to date your partner, even if you live with them, even if you've been with them for so long, like if you're not, it's like anything, if you're not growing or dying. Mm-hmm. So if you don't make time for that, of course, things are going to feel shitty.
0: Yeah. And it's not, this is like really importantly, and I'm saying this because we've started having more like proper dates again. It is not the same as like yeah but most weeks we end up going out for dinner like it's really not the same like that space of being like this is for us it has to have the the intention
1: behind it yeah
0: like it's so cute like we had we're trying to do date nights on Wednesday so it's like you know as soon as Remy got to bed we're like oh like sitting down with like glass of wine and like turn our phones off and even things like that that are just so nice to have those like real deep conversations and And such like safe spaces and regular safe spaces where it's not like I have to sit you down to have this big conversation. If there's something in my mind, it's like, there's always a time in the week where you come back to it and you're like, so this is happening or this is where Mm. I'm at or yeah. And proper conversations about we're so like, I know me and my husband, we're so on our phones and stuff like. And, and we both work from home. We're literally around each other all day, every day, but it's not the same as like that not quality Intentional
1: demand. time where you, uh, you yeah. don't have your phone, you're literally just like eye to eye
0: chatting as if you were on a date with someone. Yeah.
1: Like that's the, if it ain't that,
0: it's, it's not, not it. it's not it. Like, yeah. It, like it literally has to be like that. Yeah. And it's so special. And if you haven't had that for a while, it's so fun. 100%. And like, oh and my like, God, this is delicious. Like we need yeah. to do this. Because we've had lots of date nights where they've been quite sporadic. Because we sort of like hang out waiting for babysitters, stuff like that. And now we've just been like, no, we're just making like every Wednesday, even at home, we just order like food or something. And like, that is, that's our, that's our thing. 100%. And that's what I mean. I feel like it has to be a weekly regular thing, Mm -hmm. like
1: to find a way to do that. Because for us, like weekly has been so good because it's like, even there's so many things that I do that annoy wally like so many i really get on his he <laughs> needs a weekly chat just to download
0: like let out yeah all because of it.
1: because he's you know he's a people pleasing uh people pleaser in recovery yeah. i've had to teach him how to say no i don't <laughs> want to do that and that i actually want him to say no if um he doesn't want to do something and i don't want him i don't want to be able to walk over him like yeah yuck um yeah again polarity no like i don't want him to just like yeah succumb to everything that i say i want and want to do and stuff like that but um get where i was going with this he's a people pleaser oh yeah he gets to tell you how oh the people pleasing yeah (laughs) he um he finds it really hard to tell me like in the moment when there's things that are like annoying him and so often those things would build up it's usually about so he's a bit adhd and so he the way that expresses (laughs) is in cleanliness yep and thing like benches and stuff if there's like a single crumb it will like grind his gears (laughs) like it'll piss him off so much and um I'm like I feel like I'm a clean person but like apparently I'm not and so there's like those sorts of things like just those really trivial things that when you're living with someone and you live differently they add up and I'm like there's so many things that he does that annoys me because like we're not we're different humans right um whereas yeah. They don't make, they don't really frustrate me that much. Cause I'm like, I don't know. I'm just like, oh, I get better. I've got better problems. Than yeah. That yeah. But anyway, these things really annoy him. So having those like weekly things where like he can safely, it'll safely just come up and I'm not guarded. I'm not,
0: Yeah. it's not in this explosion.
1: Like, and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, teach me how to love you better. Yeah. And then there's moments where it's also like, no, oh, I don't see that. Like I'm actually not going to change. Cause I can't see that crumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't change but at least we can have a, we have a chat about it and he, it calms him down yeah and it, like I it doesn't build a resentment you, like yeah I'm,
0: I'm, I am listening yeah. yeah so I'm
1: like I just feel like weekly proper chats yeah because you're in a space to hear things that the person isn't liking mm. or that wants to change or and it just comes up so effortlessly now yeah and it's yeah it's not a heavy emotional obviously that's really trivial the
0: stuff I've just said but if
1: it's something deeper than that it's not heavy like it's just like oh okay yeah I didn't know that that's how you were feeling
0: yeah and there's room because like there's not always room if there is something heavy like you don't always know the right time to bring that up Mm. especially when you're avoidant yeah and when you have kids as well there's like so many more just little snippets of time there's not like a I'm ready to emotionally unload like how intense this feeling is for me or what's actually happening or whatever or like or you've had to put your feelings away all day it's hard to like bring them back out until you're really settled and relaxed in those sorts of spaces our communication's been like so wacky since we had a kid like I had a kid because I think before same there was so much space there was so much time we were spending together That was like hours and hours and like mm. anything that needed to come up would come up eventually and all that sort of stuff and now it's like we're so many more little snippets of time and and we're not as like physically connected I think like all of our physical connection of literally just like sitting next to each other all day and like hugging each other all day and stuff like that we would pick up if there was anything you know I think we both used to communicate a lot through you'd pick up my emotion and now we'd talk about it and now it's like, no, like we actually have to use our words like all the time of like, okay, this is happening, or like, what are you doing, or where are you going, or like, what's the plan here? All that sort of stuff that we definitely did not do before. And we're just still, it's like we're still just learning again, like how to talk to each other and how to fit that in. And having that space to keep coming back to those conversations is so healthy.
1: 100%.
0: 100%. That's like my
1: greatest relationship advice, eh? Hey?
0: Mm, space. Date. Actual date, yeah, yeah, and the dates like
1: because a date to me, if you're dating someone, you don't have your phone out. No, who does that? Who would do that on like a first date? Mm. Unless you're really like off the guy and you're trying to get out of yeah. out and out yeah. of it.
0: Oh no, and do you I mean? You wouldn't
1: pull your phone out on a date. You wouldn't be like that person would have you 100 percent attention. Yeah, that's dating.
0: That's not just going for dinner. Yeah also like so regulating on the nervous system like actually just sit there and have like a connected conversation and not a like i know 100%. we just like lay next to each other and doom scroll like the other three nights of the week like
1: oh yeah
0: but like we can we got time for one where we don't do that we actually sit there and talk to each other
1: yeah and that's what i mean it's just the intention
0: mm. it's
1: 100 percent just the intention
0: how do you feel can we talk about sex <laughs> how do you feel about where does that, I don't know, maybe if we compare to like past relationships and stuff, like when you have that beautiful dynamic of like, yeah, this masculine feminine energy that I feel that we've both found ourselves in now, like how do you find it impacts? Like, attraction? Yeah, attraction and I don't, I just, I feel like it's something I've, I've taken away and I think like, I don't know, just this general thing that we've, had as women has taken away a little bit like the power the impact that sex has in a guy's masculinity specifically like i think i like i think so much of their confidence and power is actually tied into that not in a way of like you know there's probably the the unhealthy wounded masculine version of it where like you're just banging every girl for like ego boost but i think in like good quality healthy relationships there's a lot of like I don't know. I just feel like Riley's like in, in his element, like the more sex we're having, the more just like powered up and energized and like obviously he's feeling loved on and like confident and grounded and like all that sort of stuff. Like you see it.
1: hundred percent. But that's that whole female male thing. It's like, that's what men need to feel connected. Mm. Whereas women usually need chat. Yeah. And nurturing and, time. Yeah. Nurturing to get there, which I think is why date nights, yeah
0: both Mm. but you also need that like yeah understanding a lot that when you're as a woman if you're in your masculine energy all the time you are actually emasculating the men around you and like we all say like the reason we don't want to bang these dudes is because they're like not stepping up they're not supporting us they're not holding us all that sort of stuff but it's like Do you give them the space to? Yeah, are you smothering all of that in them as well? Like I think if if you're in a relationship with a guy that you believe is a good dude like, and has that capacity, like I think sometimes the answer is we actually have to step back and let them step up into it. Like it's hard to – unless he's going to like shove you out the way, which I don't know. Sometimes we're we're hella in that masculine. We just won't let him and that's even more emasculating and like more – like you'll respect and be attracted to him even less to see him try and you smother him further. Or, you know, the classic is like, why don't you take care of this? And then they try. And then we go, Oh, like you missed this and you didn't do it right. And all that sort of stuff. And it's like, yeah, just the worst grossest thing for your relationship that I used to do all the time.
1: <laughs> 100%. I'm it's trying to think though. I'm like, that's probably the one thing that just has not come up with me Wally. hundred percent in the past, mm-hmm. past relationships. That's what I mean. I'm so
0: surrendered. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think you guys like just have that element. That's is just really di- yeah. Yeah, that's just our dynamic, the natural dynamic, and, and has been yeah from the
1: get go. It doesn't mean it's perfect by any means. Like no. <laughs> I don't think any relation. I'm not under any illusion here. But our dynamic is exactly what allowed me to mm. heal that relationship to relax, and it's quite funny because. It's probably evolved even more since we've been in Perth and we've just been our own people and our own couple over here and they mm. just completely away. I've relaxed even more into that because he did have to step up and look after me and yeah, take care of me and financially take care of me too because, like, I left my job, started an online business. Like, that was a risk. Like, there was so much level of, like, I needed taking care of. And I'm, like, I'm a sensitive, emotional person. Mm. I'm very close to my sister and my mum and yeah. my family. Like, that was huge. So I needed, like, a lot of taken care of. Yeah. And in, not like, in a every bad way. Just, like, yeah. that's
0: that, – I want that. That's such a good story, though, of, like, you know, if you're listening to sit and be like, could I accept that support? Like, mm. if I – I think so many of us would, like, naturally, of course, struggle to, you know, even if our partners were making, like, decent money, not lots of money, but just, like, that decent amount where they're comfortable and can take care of the home – You know, could you just quit your job? Could you just be in that surrender? Could you actually receive that support and love from someone? And I think that's like a really aggressive, scary barrier for us. And underneath it is fear, of course, of like all the times we couldn't trust someone and all the times like we didn't see probably the men in our lives really show up in that way and all that sort of stuff. But I think if that barrier is there, then we're not fully expressing our feminine and we're not fully safe in our feminine and to me i'm like we're missing out because that feeling is so good
1: 100 percent. and for me it's re- it's relaxation mm. i feel relaxed
0: yeah and how many women do we know that literally are like i can't even relax i don't I can't even get to that feeling i can't even sit and meditate like it just it drives me nuts there's too much energy there's too much anxiety there's too much shit to do there's too many things on my place too much going on in my mind and it's like girl You just need to be held. 100%. All into that feminine will feel so bloody good. Change your life. Oh my God, 100%. And it's even something that, like,
1: last time I went home back to the East Coast for my sister's wedding, my engagement party, so many people commented. They're like, (laughs) You are so chill. Like, you are the most relaxed I've ever seen you. And I'm like, Yeah, (laughs)
0: because I choose to be. Yeah, like, so and nice. my relationship
1: is a massive reason for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I love that message as well. Like, you know, how often do we hear the shit of like, you know, people can't love you until you love yourself. Like you have to heal all of your everything before you can be in a relationship. Like we're humans. We're meant to connect. And I think so much of our healing comes through other people and it comes through the safety of other people, having safe people in our lives. And I know particularly when it comes to like all of our attachment styles and stuff, we are healed by other secure people in our lives, like people who if you have an anxious or avoidant attachment style and then you find yourself in a relationship with someone who's secure, like you you will try to butt heads with them and they won't butt back. They'll just hold you and you'll be like, fuck, all right. <laughs> just, I guess it's just safe here and like it, it will calm you down and it will show you like the other ways and I think that's really beautiful and it, it can be really hard it could be really hard for the safe person and it can be really hard for like all of your triggers that want to go nuts in that relationship, but it's so beautiful and healing and healthy and normal. And it's like, I think that's part of the human journey. We're not supposed to be alone until we're perfect.
1: (laughs) And I just, yeah, I honestly, like I've had friends in relationships that are just like the average or normal or whatever they consider normal, but I honestly don't think, Many women actually understand, like, you can be in a really fucking good relationship.
0: Yeah. The thriving. Like, I was like that when I first met Riley. I was like, do you, guys, do you all know how good it is out here? Like, yeah. ever just been with, like, someone who's actually got their shit together and takes I, like, care of you? It's so you nice. You can be with
1: someone who's, like, genuinely your best friend, genuinely cares mm. for you, that looks after you, that you have the same vision for your life Yeah, together you want the same things like that should exist
0: and that's just like growth on both sides as well it's not like it's not about finding this perfect person because you're not you're not a perfect person either like it's it's growing into that together and also like I think so many of us are in this personal development world and we focus so much on what we want for our lives and we just accept like quite average in our relationships and such a space to thrive it's like you know, when we talk about your job, we're like, you're there for 40 hours a week. Like, it's got to be something you're really passionate about and care about. Your relationship's there 24 7. Like, that absolutely should be something you're so passionate and like fully, fully in love with and thriving mm-hmm. in. And of course, there'll be ups and downs, but like, why not make that freaking beautiful? Like,
1: and I'm pretty sure there's a statistic, even like um, married men live longer.
0: Mm, yeah, because you're literally. And I'm sure supported. there's other. Yeah,
1: there's other statistics as well mm. um like people die of loneliness like your relationship being like one of the most important things for your overall sense of happiness because mm. i'm like world could be poor yeah but we could still find happiness yeah because we had each other
0: yeah we're in that together
1: yeah so it's like whatever stage of
0: life we're at
1: i'm like we'll find happiness yeah because we can
0: yeah exactly that's so beautiful What a cute, wholesome conversation. Don't settle for, you know, just the boring and the average out there. doesn't mean you have to leave your mans. Not Not the vibe we're sending here. But just, like, yeah, ask for better. Be better yourself. Like, check yourself as well. Relax. Like, if you want someone taking care of you, you need to be taking care of a bull. And, you know, that all... There's work on both sides there, I think, that I certainly didn't realise. I just was out there being like, well, these men need to step up. And I was just like,
1: in, I my, need to in my superhero down.
0: suit, like, none of these men can outman me. <laughs> oh, love it. All right, thank you, ladies. We will see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media and tag us on Instagram at Co. and at Best Life Phoebe. We're so excited to see you next week.